Above180.com, taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C. and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining us on a very special episode of the Above180.com podcast today, Deandra Asbady. Deandra is a 12-time member of Team USA. Deandra also is a Silver Certified Coach, and along with Ron Hopp, Jason Belmonte, have started the International Art of Bowling and are holding bowler boot camps all across the world. Deandra, I want to start off with a, a little question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this isn't my opinion, but aside from being the absolute cutest female bowler in the history of our sport, <laughs> and, and I confidently say this because I've watched bowling since the 1960s when I was a, a youngster, uh, you have one of the prettiest swings I've ever seen. And, and I'm talking swings as pretty as Pete Weber, Parker Bone, Steve Klemkin. Your swing... I can't get out of my head when I think of a beautiful straight swing with a great follow-through. And, and I use your swing and, and tell customers that come in uh, to my pro shop, you know, go to Google, go on YouTube, look up DeAndra's swing, and that's the way you want to throw a ball. You want to keep that elbow in tight. You want a nice, loose, fluid motion. You want a, a great follow-through. Who do you give credit for that swing for helping you develop it? Well, first, thank you for, for having me on your show. Um, it's 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 a pretty cool show above 180. Um, it's it's fun to be my first time on, and hopefully I'll be back. So thank you, and um, definitely a, a nice introduction. I don't know if I've ever been introduced into a show quite like that. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> as far as my swing goes, I have a lot of people to give credit to. I have had the best coaches um, in my in my life from around the world. I I've had um, I've been fortunate enough to have great coaches from the University of Nebraska, Bill Straub and Paul Klempa, who, you know, for five years of my life saw my game every single day and really um, formed me into the bowler that I am today. They know more about my game than I think any other coach out there. And um, I definitely have them to thank for the loose arm swing because that was something that they really stressed there. And when I got to school in uh, back in 1998, I uh, did not have a very loose swing and it was above my shoulder it was really controlled i pulled down they really instilled in me how important it was to have a loose swing and to allow the ball to swing your arm which you know a lot of times when you do that and you have so much control over your swing normally to think to to allow your ball to drop you you feel like you don't have any control and then it's going to be a lot weaker but it's actually the opposite so it's something that I coach a lot now, and, and, I, and I'm able to coach it because I went through it. So um, I definitely give credit to University of Nebraska coaches, Bill Straub and Paul Klumpel, but also, you know, I've, I've had such great coaches over the years, from Fred Borden to Jerry Edwards, Palmer Falgren, to Gordon Vatican. Uh, you know, he was one of our Team USA coaches, and Ken Yakabaski, and uh, right now Rod Ross and Kim Terrell and um, Brian O'Keefe. I mean, there's so many great coaches out there that it's definitely – um, the reason why I'm the bowler I am today. And, and I, I believe that. I mean, you listed a who's who of coaches, and, and it takes more than one sometimes, but how long did, did it really take you to, say, change from your muscled swing to that free swing? I mean, was it like a couple of weeks? Was it a few months? Has it developed over years? 
it's definitely developed over years. When I went to Nebraska in 98, um, I had a pretty good career there as a bowler, but um, it definitely got better as I was there. And I put in a lot of work, and I think that's something that bowlers need to realize. You get out what you put in. And, you know, I talk to, to kids all the time about um, – goals and, and dreams and you really are as good as you as you want to be and you have to make up your mind how good you want to be and if you want to be okay then then you can be okay and if you want to be one of the best then you really can train to be one of the best and I made up my mind early on that I really truly wanted to be one of the best in the world and I knew that I needed to put in the time so it's not just you know, really, really, really good coaching, but it's also a lot of work. And you can have the best coach behind you, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be a star bowler. You have to put in the time. You have to really want it. So uh, it definitely developed over over years. Um, and I remember one summer I stayed at school, and um, and I and I worked on just how to properly hook the ball for two weeks straight. I threw a, I threw backup balls because, as you mentioned earlier, with my elbow, when you know when you throw a backup ball your elbow is automatically in. And really the only difference between a backup ball and a hook ball is your wrist. And so many people hook the ball with their arm, and I think I was getting into that a little bit at that time. And so to throw a backup ball and and then switch over to, okay, now the only thing different that I'm going to do is turn my wrist the other way and use my fingers the other way, um, it really keeps a, a different perspective in that you know, sometimes you have to take a couple steps back to go forward, and that's another really big lesson that I think bowlers need to realize. Things don't happen overnight. You have to put in the time. Now, now that's really interesting. Uh, one of the elements you talked about with, with the backup ball release, it, trying to keep that elbow in tight, this is something that you would work uh, with uh, people that come to your clinic, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I work with... You know, I coach here in Chicago individually, and I've actually just started a new um, coaching company with two of the best coaches I think you can find right now. Um, Ron Hoppy is a gold-level uh, coach, and Jason Beaumonti is a silver-level as well as I'm, I'm a silver-level USBC coach. And um, every one of us has our each of, of our our own strengths. And Ron has been around for a very long time, and he, he, he's a really good coach. He's coached other countries. He is really great on Digitrex, ball fitting. He's just um, overall a really good resource. Jason, of course, obviously, you know, the two-handers are going to come to the clinic to be coached by him, but he's really, I think people don't give him enough credit for, for how he can coach. I mean, a lot of times people said, well, can you coach one-handers? And, and that's crazy. He's been, he's been bowling against one-handers for his whole, whole entire life. So, of course, he can coach them. But his specialty really is lane breakdown and, uh, and ball movement going down the lane. And you'd be uh, amazed at what he knows and what he can see. And he's just really uh, great in, in that aspect. And then I feel like my strength is fundamentals and, and on-lane coaching. But because I've had so many great coaches over the year, I'm able to coach now and, and do it effectively, especially because I've been through a lot of different um, things in my game that a lot of other bowlers have, have problem areas that I've, I've been through, and I know how I've worked out of them. And it doesn't mean that's how they're going to work out of them because, you know, I've had other teammates, too, that had the same problem that they did it a different way. So because I, I've been around coaching for a really long time, um, I feel like, I have a knack for it, and I really love helping bowlers, and I really love um, inspiring them to, to want to bowl more. So, you know, in June, Ron, Jason, and I did a clinic in, in Oak Forest, Illinois. It was Ron's clinic, and he asked us to be a part of it. 
And after the weekend, we thought, wow, you know, this went really great. We had in-classroom in, in sessions. We had online sessions. We, um, we had a really good group there. And we looked at each other like, why aren't we doing this? You know, let's do this. So we formed the International Art of Bowling. And um, we're really taking it around the world. We've had interest from all around the world, as well as domestically, and um, of, of centers that want us to, to come and put on, we're calling them bowlers boot camps. And it's a weekend session, or you can just have a one-day session. And we really focus in on maybe some things that other, you know, coaching clinics don't. And we want to, we really want to stand out. We want to offer something different. And there's definitely some some elements of our bowlers boot camps that you can't find anywhere else. So we're really excited about this opportunity. And Deandra, what would you say, I guess, is the biggest thing that separates the bowlers boot camp clinics from your run-of-the-mill coaching clinics that you see out there every weekend? Well, for starters, Ron, Jason, and I, I think that kind of sets us apart because we have a really cool dynamic. And and like I said, we all have our own strengths. And you're not going to hear the same thing um, over and over and over in our clinics because my station is really going to be focused in on fundamentals and online. Jason's station is going to be focused in on, of course, the two-handers are going to lean towards him, but also um, ball movement and, and lane patterns. And then Ron's station is the digitracks and ball fit and layouts. And so we have something completely different to offer individually. But also in, in the classroom sessions, we're really going to focus in on um, – also nutrition and and being fit and how, the proper way for a bowler to work out you know of course we're not going to work out like a football player is going to work out and i've i've been pretty healthy my entire bowling career especially because when i was at the university of nebraska we worked out next to the football players at and in, in our gym and so I, I realized the importance early on of how important it is to to be fit and to be in good shape and to be strong. And I have a trainer here in Chicago that's actually going to come to this this bowler boot camp coming up um, this next weekend in Oak Forest, Illinois, and she's going to speak on how bowlers can work out properly and also the proper nutrition because she's had the opportunity to study bowlers and to study me. And she's you know she's not a bowler, but she's gone to a lot of my bowling tournaments here in Chicago, and she's really put a lot of time and effort into studying the way that I move and what's important for um, building a stronger bowler. So that's definitely something different that we're going to offer. Great, Deandra. One other question I have for you. Our podcast, the Above180.com podcast, we're focusing on the bowler who's looking to take their game to the next level. So it's a person who's averaging 170, 180, but wanting to improve and keep improving. Is Boulder's Boot Camp, is that geared towards them, or is this towards more someone who's a little more advanced looking to maybe take that next step on the PBA Regionals or even the PBA Tour? I really feel it's for everyone, and it depends on the center that wants to have us there. A center can have us put on a Boulder Boot Camp that it focuses just on beginners or just on youth bowlers or, or on everyone. Like this, this coming up Oak Forest um, Bowlers Boot Camp is really everyone. We have college kids coming by. We have um, really competitive bowlers. We have beginner bowlers. Our last boot camp, we had um, a bowler with one ball, and, and they came out learning a lot. So, you know, because we have these different stations, there's a lot of one-on-one time, and there's a lot of um, hands-on. Um, it's it's not all in a group. So maybe what would go over someone's head um, and they wouldn't understand. They, there's not a lot of that. Um, the classroom sessions, uh, I really feel like benefit every single level that you can think of as far as bowling goes. So um, 
My answer is that it really does benefit everyone, uh, but it also is going to depend on the future when we set up more of these boot camps. Um, one could be just for beginners, or one could it really whatever the center wants from us, we'll be able to deliver. DeAndre, I have a, I have a question regarding this upcoming boot camp. Is there still time for our, our listeners to sign up for this camp, or is it filled? No, it's not filled. So there is still time, and actually. We have um, a new incentive deal that we just came up with on a conference call last night that if you bring two bowlers, then you get um, 10% off. If you bring three bowlers or more, you get 15% off each of you. And if a bowler brings four bowlers or more, it's um, five, it's six entries for the price of five. So you essentially get a free entry. So there's incentive for trying to get your friends to come as well. And I believe that we're going to be offering high school and collegiate pricing. So if anybody's interested in attending a Bowler's Boot Camp or holding a Bowler's Boot Camp in the future and having us in, in your center, um, they can email artofbowling at hotmail.com. You can sign up for the clinic on our website, internationalartofbowling.com, or you can pay on site. Well, and, and when is this uh, upcoming boot camp exactly? It is... Next weekend, October 16th and 17th in Oak Forest, Illinois. Great. And one thing that I wanted that you you hit upon that I want to expand just a little bit on, you talked about bringing your team. I I think that's a great idea because a lot of times you'll you'll go to these clinics or camps by yourself or you'll get one-on-one coaching. You take it out to the lanes and you your other teammates also probably need the help as well but it sounds like what you guys are going to be able to do is help a team to break down the lanes if they're bowling on a house pattern or a pba pattern or a sport pattern which i think really that as you guys probably know more than i do needs to be a team effort that just can't be one person trying to break down lanes right you're absolutely right and not only is it going to be great for teams to come and work out with us but we're also offering the coaches if if a if a team brings more than five bowlers, then the coach can come and sit in to our session for free. They can sort of be a shadow so they can learn how to better coach their players. And maybe something that we're saying um, isn't something that they stressed at school, and now they have a different way of coaching them, or they have the opportunity to ask us questions about particular players on their team. So it's kind of an added bonus, too, which I think sets us apart from any other clinic out there to to allow the coaches to come in for free and sit in um, to make their team better is, is a cool concept. And you asked earlier about what sets us apart. Another thing that sets us apart is we're called the International Art of Bowling. We're named that because we feel that bowling is an art. You have to ha- you have to be you have to use your right brain. You have to, of course, use your left brain. But seeing the lane creatively and seeing it sort of as an artist and painting your picture is something that we're really going to stress in our clinics because a lot of a lot of bowlers see it differently and what does your picture look like and um, it's very bowling is very visual and I think that's something that we're going to definitely stress in in our classroom settings and um, you know everybody has a the clean canvas to paint whatever picture they see in their mind and sometimes your picture's wrong and sometimes you need to alter the picture so you know the art of bowling is really going to be um, stressed in our bowlers boot camp you know that that's so true Deandra. you know in all other major sports or recreational sports you see the obstacles you name the sport you see what what you have to compete against uh, in bowling it's an invisible playing field and 
a lot of times it's it's your gut feeling and 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 you learn by throwing balls down the lane where the oil is where the friction is and and that's how you learn to line up and find your best shot to the pocket of course mm-hmm. uh, how do you teach that i mean is it just it, it experience obviously helps mm-hmm. but how do you teach a, an, an an incoming bowler how do you read that lane how do i know where the heavier concentrations are yeah, you have to come to my boot camp to find out. Because if I told you on this radio show, then nobody would come. Yes, they would. That was a great answer, <laughs> by the way, Deandra. I think I think there's everybody's going to see it in a different way. And the experience that Ron, Jason, and I have from doing that, what you just said, seeing it before you do it, um, I think the knowledge that we've gained through our experience is really going to help other bowlers. And, you know, I, I'll admit, I'll, I've bowled tournaments, and I've seen the wrong picture. And... It cost me uh, maybe a title, but also I've seen the right picture a lot of times, and and it's um, and it's cost me winning a title, or it's um, it's earned me a title. So I think um, everyone's going to see it differently. You're not always going to see it the same, but to be able to understand how a lane breaks down and how a bowling ball um, uses its energy going down the lane, those two things I think are the most important aspect of painting the correct picture. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, without without question, you know. Now, if we want to touch base a little bit on equipment, because I'm an I'm an I'm a ball guy. I'm an equipment guy. I mean, that's what I do for a living. Uh, you've thrown Brunswick for how many years now? Uh, I have been throwing since 1998. No, no, I'm sorry. I threw um, I threw. Let's see, 2003, the year that I graduated from college, okay, and the so, year I got married. So that about seven or eight years with Brunswick. Brunswick equipment exclusively, correct? Yes, exclusively. Uh, do you have now? I know there's a lot of Brunswick balls. You've, I'm sure you've you've had a fondness for, and some maybe haven't matched up to your game. But do you have a specific layout that you find is your all-purpose layout? In other words, a layout that can give you a good look on a wide variety of conditions. It's a good question, um, and my answer is different than what it would have been in college. But now, these days, the the way that the patterns are developing and and the um, types of patterns that are put out there for us internationally and on tour, um, I feel like drilling up a ball that's going to give me the most consistent reaction and not do anything funny is the most important um, for me because I have kind of a funky role, and my ball reads the lane a lot. So to be able to smooth that out and um, allow for more of an arc is what I've been focusing on the last couple of years, which means my pin is below my fingers, and it's just a really even... Um, rolling ball, probably an extra hole just to get my ball to really roll and not jerk and not really skid flip so much. So you, you say you have a funky roll. I mean, I think the listeners can all relate to that because, you know, everyone throws the ball their way and, and it's very, it's almost like your fingerprint. Uh, mm-hmm. And different types of roll can be very effective without question. I mean, you, you look at Amaletto Monticelli's roll. Right. I mean, there's been some spinners that are real effective, uh, some forward role players such as Walter Ray. Uh, I, I think the key listeners have to realize is even though your role might not be as pretty to look at as, say, a Pete Weber's, it can still be effective in, as long as you understand what balls are best for you, what layouts are good for you, how to play lanes, and how to make the most of what you have in your game. Yeah, Joey, that's a really good point because, you know, for the longest time, I had coaches trying to um, get my roll to be higher, a higher rolling ball. My my track has always been low, and um, I always 
had it in my mind that all good bowlers had higher tracks, closer to the fingers and thumb, and I really wanted to focus my attention on getting my track to be higher. And I, um, you know, no coach really has successfully been able to do that for whatever reason, whether it's the flexibility of my hand or just the way that I can come out of it. But I haven't been able to raise my track consistently. But then I realized, you know what? This is working. So I think everything can get better, and I think you can sharpen all of your skills. But why would I change something completely around when it's actually worked pretty well in the past for me? I have a pretty good history of competing. So um, just because your role isn't like everyone else's, maybe in your league or in, in tournaments that you're bowling, does not mean that you should have a role just like them because you take what you have and, and you make it good and you build off of what you, you're already good at. So to me it sounds like your clinic won't try and you know develop all, all the bowlers to be the same cookie-cutter type molded player, but basically just to fine-tune their individual game and let them get the most out of their abilities that they can get. That's right. I mean, everyone has, has strengths and everyone has weaknesses, and we're definitely not going to break anybody down completely and change them around to, to look like you know, Pete Weber or, or Brian Voss or any, you know, any, we're, we're going to take what they have and, and we're going to build off of it. And, you know, I think as a coach, I feel like fundamentals are fundamental. So, um, I feel like there are some things that everybody should have in their game, like, you know, leverage and balance and, you know, timing. And, um, I, all, I, I believe that, you know, every bowler needs to, to be pretty good at those things. So of course, as um, as a coach, I'm going to make sure that someone's not falling off a shot. So, if, you know, in that case, I want everybody to look alike because I don't want you falling off a shot. So there are some things that will be consistent, but we're going to take everybody as their own person, and we're going to give them the tools that can get their game to the next level, whether they're a 112 average bowler or um, a, a 230 average bowler. I feel like with the knowledge that we have as as three coaches and also in the future hopefully our clinics will get so big that we'll have to actually add in other coaches and we have a list of uh of really good bowlers that are interested in being on team iab and um, helping us coach so maybe you'll go to a clinic and you'll see parker Bowen or carolyn doran ballard or sean rash or um tim matt so um, there's been a lot of interest um, from them, and uh, I can definitely see this taking off in the future and, and needing more help because the one thing that we don't want to do is just try to fill um, a, a weekend full of 200 bowlers and just have us, you, you know, make a whole bunch of money. That's not what we're after. We're we're after making building better bowlers and. It's, exactly, it's a, it's you know, building better bowlers and bowlers that learn to love the game and. The way you can love the game is to improve and see improvements. Right, and having uh, and having time with coaches. You know, we're not interested in having 200 bowlers for the weekend and just having us three there. There's no way that we could get to everybody. So in that case, we would bring in other really good coaches. So we, um, we're definitely in it because I know. I know as a bowler that when I'm in a group, I, you know, I want attention. When, if I'm paying a certain amount of money, I want to make sure that my game's going to benefit, and I and I know that, and we're going to keep that in mind going forward. Thank you, Deandra Aspeity, for joining us. We're running out of time here, but we appreciate it. All the best of luck with your 
Bowlers Boot Camp and the International Art of Bowling. Oak Forest Bowl is holding this October 16th, and that is a two-day, you can do a one- or two-day clinic. So if you can't make both days, you can still do the one-day clinic, but probably advise to do both days. Deandra, thanks for joining us. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hopefully I can be on again.